Hey guys, welcome back to the Eagle News Podcast Network. Today's show is Ohio State Football Future. that music my name is david and i'm here with arnov and mason now before we get started with today's show make sure you go look at the archives for our most recent episodes they are a lot of fun let's take a short break and we'll get back with our show for our first segment we're going to focus on the players leaving and most notably it's our trio of pass catchers marvin harrison Emeka Egbuka, and cade stover even though Egbuka was hurt most of the year you know he he was still going to be a first round receiver cade stover he was always clutch for us whenever we needed him and then lastly marvin harrison jr i think we wasted some of his talent that's a once in a generational player that the buckeyes had and we didn't win uh, a big game with him when we really needed to yeah, the quarterback drop-off is really, like, it's crazy to see the difference between C.J. Stroud and Kyle McCord. His stats were, like, amazing his first two seasons, and then it just dropped off this last season. Emeka in the slot, very versatile player, and then Cade Stover, he can just catch everything for you. Yeah, Cade Stover also plays, like, different positions. He can also block and do all that. He's a multi-talent player. Emeka Buka, like David said, he was um, he was injured, so that kind of prevented some stuff like the draft and stuff. And Marv was a very good wide receiver. We do have some good recruits coming in, but he can't be replaced because of like his talent. And there were some opportunities we missed to uh, take him up and use him properly. So. Also, another hit that the Buckeyes are taking is their star running back, Travion Henderson. And a lot of times, last season, who a lot of people thought was better, but slowed down a little bit this season because of some injuries, Mayan, William, Mayan Williams. But when both those guys are running healthy, we've got one of the better tandems in the country. Uh, you know, Travion Henderson, he was great. He had lots of explosive plays, and he was really just, whenever we needed a couple yards, we could go to either him or Marvin Harrison. So without both those two guys next year, it would be interesting to see who takes their roles as the um, any down yard getters. Yeah, when Mayan Williams went out with the injury for the rest of the season, uh, Chip Tranum had to step in as that power back role. We will not have that at, for Mayan Williams because he's going probably going to go into the draft. Travion, he's a big receiving back. He, he gets a ton of those receiving yards after catch. It's just very impactful to have a receiver like that. Denzel Burke, he was also uh, a lockdown corner. He was very good for us. And then uh, Jack Sawyer, like you said, he kind of he was falling off in the beginning. Then he st starts stepping up his game and his ag aggressiveness. Also, a guy that we missed towards the end of the year was Lathan Ransom in the secondary. His leadership and his veteranness. Also, Josh Proctor dealt with some injuries, and he's gotten better as the more he's played. And I feel like that. All the experience that we had this year, I feel like we, uh, with our loss to Michigan and our non-probable playoff stint, we'll let that go to waste, all that experience that we had when we have a lot of young talent next year. All right, time to go into our next segment. 
now we're going to talk about recruits and the guys you know coming in to replace some of these star-studded players. First, we have the number two ranked recruiting class according to 24-7 Sports behind Georgia. But really bolstering that recruiting class up top is Jeremiah Smith, the number one player in the country out of Chaminade Prep in Florida. You know, he's really going to make a big impact for us. He's got people like LeBron James tweeting about him. If he doesn't make an impact for the Buckeyes, I don't know who will. He's about as good as a prospect as we've had in a long time. Yeah, I mean, he's 6'4", 200 pounds. Like, he can jump and grab everything. He's so explosive. He breaks tackles after the catch. Really amazing. He also went viral recently for his in warm-ups, sticking out his hand out of his near hand and just one-handing the ball. You know, that's one thing that I've tried to do especially, and that's just and it's just not possible. Uh, also, we also have guys like Edric Houston in the D-line, uh, five-star. He's going to be coming off the edge. You know, Larry Johnson's a really great developer for defensive line, so he's key to getting some of these big-name recruits that the Buckeyes are able to get. You know, Larry Johnson's pumped out guys like Nick and Joey Bosa and uh, Chase Young. And Edric Houston certainly got the talent to uh, fill, to be one of those big-name guys uh, in the draft in a couple years. Some other named wide receivers are Mylon Graham and Jeremiah McClellan. They can learn from the veteran wide receivers and just, like, fill in as, as the years come. You know, they could be really big for us later on, and we'll see next. Uh, also, though, Aaron Noland, he's a lot of he's a popular name across recently, especially with Kyle McCord's struggles recently in the Michigan game. You know, Aaron Noland's supposed to have that you know competitive fire in him, along with Leak and Keenholtz, uh, who's who we have currently on the team. But Aaron Nolan, some people say that he's about as good as a prospect quarterback as we've had in a while, and some people want him to actually come in and start. But it'll be interesting to see what he has early in his Ohio State career and how he can play an impact on everybody. Yeah, on the topic of Aaron Noland, um, he he's also a really good QB. He's he's some people also compare him to Tua because he's like also a left-hand quarterback and he's very uh, versatile. And he could be um, a good backup QB or maybe um, Brian Day decides to, for him to start over Keenholz. So he's also got that rushing attack. You know, he's very versatile. Can get to the edge. He can also do some rollout type plays. He always finds a way to fit the ball into coverages. He reads the defense very well, and he can throw it anywhere he needs to. Also on the defensive end of the recruiting, we have two lockdown corners in Bryce West from uh, Glenville and Aaron Scott from Springfield, both both guys from Ohio that uh, are really good corners and that are going to bolster our already good corner group. But we are losing Denzel Burke, as mentioned earlier, but we're definitely going to have guys, since we're recruiting well, to step in and you know maybe try and fill some of those voids. That, and those guys can definitely be stars on the Buckeyes as they develop and they get more into the program. We have a really good running back coming in, James Peoples. He can learn from uh, Dallin Hayden and the running back coach. He can get some early reps if he needs to fill in for games that are blowouts, you know, get used to the college level. But I think he can be a really good prospect. Yeah, definitely. The Buckeyes like to use a deep running back room. We also have guys like Evan Pryor coming in or that are already there, veterans in the program who we can learn from. And Coach Tony Alford is definitely really good at uh, developing recruits. He's developed guys like Zeke Elliott, J.K. Dobbins that have really done good things in the draft and some sleeper guys like Trey Sermon that you know have just been better guys in the league that have stuck around for a while that uh, definitely got better developed at Ohio State. 
one last name, Garrett Stover. He can learn. He can fill in really well to our uh, three-two-five defense. He could fit really well into a, a Josh Proctor role later on in his career. Also, uh, Garrett Stover to mention is the cousin of Cade Stover, one of our uh, big Buckeye, Buckeye veterans that's going to have a big career in the NFL. On to the next segment. For the next segment, we have the Buckeyes Rising Stars and some of the guys that are already in the program that can help us fill the current void. And one of the guys that's uh, going to play a big part of the team next year is Carnell Tate. He saw some action this year. The young wide receiver, number 17, is uh, a big pass catcher that some like to be the next uh, big Buckeye guy out of the draft. You know, we've developed guys like Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith, and Jigba into the draft. Coach Brian Hartline really got another stud right here in Carnell Tate. Yeah, when he played in big games, he really got some separation, but the balls were underthrown by Kyle. But he can really take over in that Marvin Harrison spot, see if he can fill that big role. He's really going to be good development. Another guy, Brandon Ennis, five-star receiver. You know, he was really feeling. It. He was really filling in. He caught that long touchdown against Purdue. He really, he just looked explosive with the ball in his hand. Yeah, also for Brandon Ennis, he was a stud in high school. He was the number one wide receiver to come out of South Florida. So that also uh, gave a huge motivation for Ohio State to take him up. He did get some playing time, but not many targets. So, but he can fill up all the spots that other wide receivers are leaving. So that I, I feel like it will be a good wide receiver for. To keep the trend with pass catchers, tight end Jelani Thurman can. Uh, we saw him spark in the Michigan State game with a couple of catches in a nice in a nice truck. Uh, he could be a guy that uh, can catch some passes and some big downs and see some playing time this year. You know, he's a bit he's a big guy with a big frame that can definitely help on offense. Keeping on the offensive side of the ball, Dallin Hayden can take over a big role as RB1. He really showed us how he can like run through everybody, hit the holes really fast uh, in his true freshman season. He can really take on a big role in this next season. Also, uh, another guy, as we mentioned earlier, Lincoln Keenholz. You know, the guy out of North Dakota, you know, a lot of guys talk about Lincoln Keenholz has a real moxie to him. He's just a really great athlete who's uh, not afraid for some competition. Some guys want him to start next year since there are many in the community of Ohio State fans are dissatisfied with Kyle's performance. Many uh, want Keenholz to see some action. He saw a little bit in the Michigan State game, and he threw the ball really well, connecting to guys like Jelani Thurman. Going to the defensive side of the ball, Caden Curry can take over in a big role as the D-end, taking over JTT's spot. He really showed some flashes when he got some playing time on the defensive side. Also in the secondary, we got guys like Davison Igbenosin, transfer from Ole Miss. You know, he was great this year. He started for us at corner, but he could really elevate himself to that next level and uh, be another one of those first-round corners like Denzel Burke will probably add to. Yeah, staying over on the defensive side, uh, safety, Sonny Styles. So he w he was on our team already, and he starts to show up uh, dur during the later games, like especially in the Michigan game. He had a few tackles. He started to show up. And then um, since we have lots of defensive players leaving, such as Denzel Burke and all of them, he could fill in those spots and uh, be a role, uh, role model for this defense. Sonny Styles played a great in the box safety this year, you know, coming up and making a lot of those big hits. When Sonny Styles made a tackle, it was noticed. Mason, what other guys do you think can add to our uh, defense next year? Man, I think Jermaine Matthews. He was the best-rated uh, freshman in all of college football. He's really good. He got some playing time when Denzel Burke was out, and he played a little bit in nickel and, a, like, outside too. He's, he can be really good. He was really locked down this season. 
you know, I feel like some of our corners kind of have that dog in them now. Uh, we got guys like Jermaine Matthews and Igbenosin. You know, as you watch them on the field, they're they're definitely talking to the opponent, trying to get in their head and get an edge. And then also as we keep it on the defensive side, former five-star recruit C.J. Hicks is going to man the middle next year with three linebacker losses to uh, graduation into the draft. Uh, many thought that he should have played this year, but he didn't see much playing time. I think he'll be eager to see the field this next year, and we'll be able to see what he can do as fans of the Buckeye community. On to the next segment. Also, another guy that the Buckeyes, that many Buckeye fan, fans can uh, think and add through the portal, is quarterback out of Washington State, uh, Cameron Ward. He's the main target for the Buckeyes right now, is according to many in the transfer portal. He started most of the games for Washington State. A really mobile quarterback that can also throw. Many guys think that he can maybe replace Kyle McCord and beat out some of the guys and be a really big impact if the Buckeyes were to land him in the portal. You know, he's a really big playmaker. He's get, getting NIL money from everywhere, and he could just be a, take a big role from Kyle McCord in the next season. He can uh, really read the defense, and also he, we're really working on uh, building that QB depth, and so... That's really good. The next guy to mention is a tackle from our local high school, Carter Smith, who is a three-star recruit out of high school. Uh, he went to Indiana University, and this past season he started almost every game at left tackle for them, which is usually your best lineman. And then uh, he said, and he recently entered the portal from Indiana, and he said that if the Buckeyes were to pursue him, he would go and be with his brother on Ohio State. His brother's a walk-on for the team, which is really underrated factor in his recruitment. Uh, many think that the Buckeyes will try and pursue him to try and get some more depth at tackle. You know, he's 6'5", 300 pounds. He could be a really big role in our offensive line that struggled later on in the year against like big teams like Michigan and Penn State. They let up sacks and pressures. You know, sometimes the, all the blame does not go on Kyle McCord because of that. And then to add to, uh, to this, the Buckeyes also uh, offered – Defensive tackle out of Middle Tennessee State, Marley Cook. Uh, the Buckeyes are one of many teams trying to pursue the transfer. And um, Larry Johnson is really good at you know selling those recruits. And I think that if the Buckeyes land him, he could definitely add some depth or get some good playing time for the Buckeyes. What's up, boys? How you doing? We're doing Pretty good, good. Mr. Meta. How's, how's this podcast? Where are we at? Where are we at on length? Uh, 16 minutes. 16 minutes of what? Ohio State recruiting. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to listen to this. How much more we have left? Uh, we're almost done. We're almost done? We're yeah. Are you on segment four? Yep. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Hey, before you guys leave, I know you got a little bit more to break down. What bowl are the Buckeyes going to this year? Orange Bowl against Louisville. You're kidding me. That's my That's my guess. The I'm, I'm predicting chaos this weekend. And they make the – they're the number four seed. They're going to the playoff. Hopefully. They're going to play Michigan in the first round. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. I know you would be, right? Mm-hmm. All right, finish the breakdown because the bell's going to ring to go home soon. All right. Sweet. All right, good job. Uh, also is 24-7 sports. Bucknuts uh, mentions the Buckeyes are hosting uh, guys like Carlton Jones uh, and Ernest Willer and then a guy that they're hoping to flip from Florida – Amaris Williams, all defensive line recruits that Larry Johnson's hoping to add to bolster his defensive line room and, uh, you know, get some more young talent and some transfers that can help make some veterans.
Ohio State's future episode of the Eagle News Podcast. If you have any suggestions on any new topics or anything you'd like us to cover, email our teacher, Miss Meadow, at jimmeadow at osd.us. Keep listening to the Eagle News Podcast for more content every day. Bye.